0: Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to the Pemberley
1: Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Pemberley Podcast. How are you? It's a, uh, it's a good 2018 so far, I guess. Yeah, uh, things are going well. How about yourself?
0: Doing great because, so in December, we actually saw John Mulaney.
1: Of course, it was the a greatest show. night of my life. It was
0: great. It was a great, it was a planned show. We had planned it months in advance and we yes. were very excited and it happened and we talked about it. Yes. But then, mm-hmm. unexpectedly, he was going to do another show, but at a smaller venue.
1: Like the one not on his tour. Yeah.
0: This was a separate show that his sister actually was
1: hosting. Mm-hmm. At a really, really indie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. there wasn't a stage. There wasn't a stage. There wasn't a stage. It was, it was theater seating and like the floor. Yeah. And like a bar in the lobby. And it's called the Bootleg Theater. And we were very close to downtown, actually. We were. We, we were. parked in a church parking lot. Yeah. This is how underground we were. Yeah. We jaywalked. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we can admit that
0: to the police. We yes, did We did it. Come <laughs>
1: after us. But we were like 10 feet from John Mulaney. We were 10 feet from John Mulaney. We, at first,
0: we were in the second row. I'm like, this is fine. But then there were seats in the front row. I'm like, should we go for it? And we like, did. Absolutely. We went for it. And we sat in the front row. And we we're like, this is almost too
1: close. But this is great. I wasn't sure how I was going to handle myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you're a big fan. Yeah. I am willing to put it out there that I'm probably one of his biggest fans. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'll say it because I know all his jokes all his jokes. In fact, one of the things that I love about the fact that I've seen him thrice in the last calendar year, really in a span of like seven months actually, is that he has new jokes every time I see him. Like, Mm. and that's actually pretty rare, I feel like, to see in a comedian because once they develop something good, they roll with it for like a pretty long time because Mm -hmm. like to them they've got like shifting audiences, but like John Mulaney doesn't know that I'm like in most of his shows. Um, (laughs) And he just like keeps surprising us with new material. And I feel like you like, Yolanda, I think like he was, like, trying new material on us. He was. Like, I think it was, like, jokes because uh, the Golden Globe nomination – or the
0: Golden Globes had just happened that night that we They were went. literally, like, so happening during jokes the jokes were uh, – jokes. He brought up a joke about, like, the actor, Timothy – Timothy Chamolais. Yes. Uh, about how his wife, Anna-Marie – Maybe knows too much info about him, it was, which is great.
1: That was actually a great joke because like, he joked about like, she said like, oh, he's like one; he's taller than you. And he like did a bunch of other research and was like, aha, the boy is 5'11", <laughs> and he didn't win the award. It was so funny. It was great. Yeah. And he told us why he was like here for physical therapy yeah. at the Glendale, like Glendale. That's so close to us, Yolanda. I just, like, want everyone to know that Yolanda and I were 10 feet from John Mulaney. Yeah. I told her, I was like, I'm literally not going to be able to focus on taking a secret picture of him. Can you take a secret picture of him? Which I did. You did. You did great photos of him.
0: The lighting was kind of awful. It was awful. I took two pictures and then some time passed and the lighting was better. But by that time, he was deep in his set and I didn't feel right to take another picture. And then right after his set, he
1: did leave, which was expected. Split. Yeah, he was just gone. We made contact with him here's yeah. what happened he was talking and i was listening and he was looking into my eyes the thing about i met the, yeah. john malaney <laughs> the
0: thing about the bad lighting was sometimes you weren't completely sure if he was looking exactly. at you like i can't but there was a couple moments that yeah same where like i'm like he looked at me he mm-hmm. we made we locked yeah. eyes
1: yeah. but the was, shadows were like you know how when you put like a flashlight underneath your chin for dramatic Yeah, it, it was, was like basically that, that, was that. lighting. <laughs>
0: but like from above for like indie music mood lighting it was perfect but for a comedian doing stand-up you know yeah no not the best i wanted to
1: see when he was looking at me yeah the good news is this is not the last time i'm ever gonna see him it's not i can't say this because i've got like plans to see another (laughs) show (laughs) i have long-term plans to meet him and say i'm your biggest fan yes and see how he reacts do not
0: say the other things that you normally say
1: Y- you mean, hi, John Edmund? No, nope. <laughs> <Nothing, laughs> I mean, nothing. if you, if you want to say it, you go for it. Well, I feel comfortable saying it because I'm confident he's okay. never going to okay. listen to go, our. Go for your spiel. Oh, my spiel is just going to be like, hi, John Edmund Mullaney, born August 26th, uh, 1982, in Chicago, Illinois, to uh, Charles Mullaney and uh, Ellen Stanton. Went to Georgetown University, married to uh, Anna Marie Tenler Mullaney with dog. Uh, petunia like how are you <laughs> oh
0: i thought you were gonna say his confirmation name
1: oh confirmation name is martin yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not creepy if he talked about it on colbert That's yolanda this is, this is public information. Uh, yeah, i want everyone to know i didn't like do anything weird okay it's not stalking if it's on the internet
0: again no uh, no easy transition out of that
1: <laughs> episode 93 look who's back written by margaret
0: dunlap Charlotte's back! Yay! Woo! Charlotte has been working on Game of Gords. They finally completed the thing and they're going to go shop it around. And so Charlotte, for the time being, is home and she can hang out with Lizzie and we can see Charlotte again finally. Yes. <laughs> Her best friend is back. It's been forever. When's the last time yeah. we saw Charlotte? Uh, Christmas? Christmas. Oh my gosh, it was Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas. And this is... This has got to be like end of February, beginning of March-ish. March.
1: March. Okay. But still. The series ends like in March. Oh, okay. But still, that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. It's the spring, essentially. Yeah. But Game of Gorge is getting finished, and then she can't tell us about the rest because she signed NDAs. Right.
0: Like, publicly, she can't tell
1: us, the audience, but I'm sure, like, she's told Lizzie everything there is to know about it, so. Yeah. I mean, like, trust, like, if you've got friends who need to sign NDAs, like, keep them around big because they're doing deal. big things. Yeah. We learn all about what Charlotte's up to. She's doing this. She's doing that. And then we can't hear about most of it because of the NDAs. Yeah. And then what is Lizzie up to? Mm, she's up to finding her next independent study project, which I find interesting because, I as I recall, she went through a very intense. Like, she was literally about to start her final semester. And then she's like, wait, I want to do independent study. Yeah. And then she had to create some very detailed whatever, papers, and get lots of permission from lots of people. Very quickly. Very quickly, where she was going to study. And it's very odd to me that, like, she took care of the first three, but not the last one. She was finishing up at Pemberley
0: Digital, but obviously the Lydia emergency came up. But then Lizzie didn't go back to Pemberley Digital. No, she did. She dropped out. (laughs) She just dropped. Like, I'm like, so you're not going to graduate on time, I guess. Like, you're just going to stay at school another semester, which is fine. But that's a lot more money on her.
1: Yep. Already mountain to student loans. It's just, yeah,
0: just pile them on yeah, more, Yeah, like, whatever. At that point, it's like, what's a few extra thousands of thousands Hundred of dollars? Hundreds, tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> what does it matter anymore? But sure, Lizzie is trying to keep the conversation on her, you know, school work life, so mm-hmm. to speak. But Charlotte is there with a different purpose. She is there to help the audience get the answers that we want.
1: I think they want to hear about how things are between you and a certain gentleman, who you've described many times in unflattering ways. (laughs) let's not bring that up. What about Darcy? Darcy. Yes, we are finally revisiting the fact that this is a love story between Lizzie and Darcy, and I freaking am living for how Charlotte is handling this. I will admit that there was a certain amount of- Chemistry, heat, because basically the last time we saw Lizzie, Darcy was like in the middle of asking her out when she had to take the Lydia call. Yeah. And then basically she freaked out and he stayed totally calm and got her back to wherever in yeah. California. And and then Lizzie's like, I don't know what to do. I haven't heard from him. And Charlotte's like, why would you hear from him? He's living his life and he is probably expecting to hear from you when things settle down. I mean, to Charlotte and Lizzie, they think he knows nothing about what's been happening.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, that he's waiting for her to be like, when when our things are okay, Mm -hmm. because obviously it's something... With family and something so personal can take a while for things to settle down. And he doesn't want to intrude of like, hey, so once your family drama's over, like, so our date. kind of the theater. Yeah, (laughs) like that's not a thing that he's going to just bring up. And Mm -hmm. it is a thing where he's kind of waiting on her to be like, hey, thanks for doing what you did. I, I don't know. Did she thank him? I'm
1: sure she did. But. Well, for oh, like, the oh, for helping, for yeah, the flight I was gonna say because we don't know about that yet. But but this, I feel like it's important that this is where we figure out. We don't really know what Lizzie and Darcy are. Like yeah. it, at most, they like each other. They're, They're just two people who like each other. Good
0: acquaintances, kind of friends at this well, point. But they they know each other enough that mm. like because of their family and history, because they've always been in the same circles because of Jane and Bang they know each other enough to know who they are as people separate from kind of that whole world. Again, the way Big and Jane got to know each other was like within their like high society kind of culture. Mm -hmm. And that's where how Lizzie and Darcy got to know each other. So they at Pemberley Digital, they got to know each other outside of that and just as normal people That's true. exploring life together, exploring San Francisco. I know. So they liked each other, you know? They they really got to know each other. And Darcy asked her out on camera.
1: I know. I know, and the frustrating thing is Lizzie says, like, we're not friends. He's a guy I used to complain about on my videos. Seriously? You're not friends. You really believe that? I get where she's coming from because I feel like at this point she needs – a reason to talk to him, like they're not yeah. so close that she's like, I just called she's to just hear text your voice. Him, yeah, yeah like,
0: like, hey, Darcy, how's life? Yeah,
1: no, like, they She doesn't feel like they're that, and she's also. I mean, when we last left her, she was interviewing him because he's the CEO of like a major company. I mean, yeah. her exact words are, "Darcy or William Darcy is a force to be reckoned with. You don't just call him." So, yeah. like. I think a big part of her is, like, intimidated to let a sure. guy like that into her life because he's a big deal.
0: Could Lizzie have just – I mean, she was close enough with Gigi. Could she have reached out to Gigi and be like, hey, Gigi, how is everything going? Just want to let you know, like, everything's fine between, like, with Lydia. I mean, and for
1: all she knows, like, Gigi doesn't really know about Lydia. That's true. Except for the videos. I mean, she has to assume that the Darcys know what's going on with her life because yeah. of the videos. But I think she's not yet in a place where she can – think about what other people are thinking I of guess, her. yeah.
0: Because, like, yeah, if he is watching the videos that he knows, from her perspective, not knowing the other piece, he knows that things are resolved now and things are fine. And she mm. is just, you Because he resolved it for <laughs> yeah, her. That he, she's just, you know, around in her hometown doing whatever she's doing.
1: And she's also kind of convinced herself that because she so rudely and abruptly left in the middle of them getting along, sure. she's like, he probably doesn't like me anymore, which... I get it, like, she's like, he probably, like, it's it's so much safer to assume that someone doesn't like you rather than take a chance and Mm. ask, are you still interested? Because at this point, they're like... Because Charlotte is even asking, do you feel differently? Because even though he was in the middle of asking her out, she didn't get the chance to respond. So, like, for all we know, they were getting along, but she still isn't, like, interested, interested in him. It has
0: been a couple of weeks since, yeah. since that happened. It's been it's a lot of time. just been, like, a couple days that passed. It's been weeks of time that they've been apart. And what if again like that kind of thing that she was talking about with Bing and Jane what if we missed our chance what if that was it what if that was the only opportunity that we could ever be together
1: yeah and it's scary because I think she feels very I think she feels so strongly for him that she's like it hurts to reach out and try and touch base after all this time and Mm -hmm. like maybe that was the only (laughs) part of time that we had just reach out be like hey so I know I didn't finish my shadowing of your company (laughs)
0: I want to come back. if I can actually finish that out, that would be great. I need to graduate. Can you sign my report card? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Pretty much.
1: That's so funny.
0: Let's go to the next episode then. Episode 94, Revelations, written by Rachel Kiley. So Lizzie has actually been rewatching her old videos and learning new things even from herself about maybe where her feelings stand. But more importantly, Lydia comes in with some very important news that is illuminating to us all
1: it was illuminating darcy was the one that saved their butts it's very funny to me that lydia essentially has internet minions yeah. that we like don't know about I know. like she's like the master of whispers exactly. online she who are like it out. like it was darcy it was darcy who did everything so in pride and prejudice darcy discovers lydia and wickham together but still unmarried like Wickham's essentially holding Lydia's reputation hostage and he's kinda not interested in marrying her, cause like back in the day, the man got a dowry, which is basically like dad pays someone to marry <laughs> no. you. But it's it's like money to start your life. Yeah, it's like it's a, not a paying of it's like, not, Take yeah. My Daughter. <laughs> kind of but an not really anyway. Yes. But um, so you know, Lydia has a very low dowry because she's one of five sisters, and she's the youngest. She's like mm, not even supposed yeah. to get married yet. So I think Darcy supplies Wickham with like a very handsome dowry, as well as he pays for the wedding. So he, like, holds, like, a financial shotgun to yeah. Wickham's head and is like, marry this girl. So that's kind of the happiest ending that Lydia can get. But in this case, he buys the company that owns the websites that owns the rights to her sex tape.
0: So no one can ever publicize it and...
1: Well, he can never make money off of it, right. So, I mean,
0: but... Darcy was the one to take it all down. Mm -hmm. And this is big news. Mm -hmm. I like actually that Lydia, before kind of revealing that, is talking about Darcy, who is not someone she ever willingly has brought up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Darcy, kind of the conversation just happens because he's just around and that whole family was always around. I like that she brings up that she doesn't really know Darcy. All she knew was that he was mean to Lizzie, and she didn't like him because he was mean to Lizzie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he was he was the one who called Lydia energetic, yeah. which he did not mean in a flattering way. No, no, he no. He didn't no. mean she was sprightly.
0: So this new information has changed her perspective of him. Sure. It's not like, oh, he's just like this awful person. It's like, hey, he's not as awful as we think. And Lydia fully knows that, sure, it's great that she benefited from this, but it's not like... He solely did this for Lydia. He did this for the Bennetts, but mainly he did this for Lizzie. This isn't about me. Right. It totally makes sense for somebody to secretly buy out an entire company to shut down a website about one tape.
1: I mean, think about how scary it is that, like, when something is created, there's, like, the rights to it. And Mm. so Wickham had it, and he sold the universal rights to this company. Yeah. And Darcy, by buying that company, is sort of the new owner. And I mean, like, he's the only good one who could possibly own this information because he's going to destroy it because he's, like, a good guy, and he wants to do the right thing. And... I mean, he's essentially done something for the Bennets. It is impossible for them to, like, realistically pay him back. Like, he bought a company. They're not going to give him, like, company website money. He's done this. I mean, it's not even, like, to impress Lizzie. Like, I think that's, like, a really big thing that we should mention. It's not like he did this for Lizzie and then told (laughs) her about it so that she would be eternally indebted to him.
0: Look at all my money, Lizzie. Look at all the money. I did this for
1: you. Like, can you imagine? He could do this forever. He could be like, I saved your sister's reputation, and you won't, like, do this thing for me. Yeah, Um, he could have been awful about it. He could have been, like, a horrible person and been like, I did this for your sister, and you still won't go on a date with me. (laughs) But he's not, like, that it's... No, all. like he doesn't. Like Lydia had to use her internet minions to figure this yes. out. And Darcy
0: was literally never going to tell
1: her. And it was literally like. I honestly think from his point of view, he's like, the woman I love is suffering. Yeah. Ha- like, what what can I do in my power to end her suffering? Yeah. And in his case, he had, like, a lot of money and, like, a lot of uh, website technology internet connections. Whatever that means, yeah. He probably was, like, just texting. I bet Darcy has, like, a guy. Yeah. For, like, everything. He, like, texted his guy and he's like, find out, like, just buy this for me. Just buy this for me. Take care of it. Take care of it. Like, Here's I, my card. Go. I love that he probably has, like... untraceable cell phone and he just like (laughs) it's a silver flip phone and he opens it and he's like by this company get it done and mm-hmm. it's just like it gets done it gets
0: done and he tosses the flip phone in a trash can and oh like, yeah walks away <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be fantastic but he he did this to like end lizzie's suffering and i also kind of like to think that on a very subliminal subconscious level he also sort of did it for gigi because yes he's very good at yes. like doing every because he has so much power he's good at like using his power for good yeah. and like he couldn't really
0: he save couldn't, his pr- sister yeah.
1: But he could save this girl.
0: He couldn't prevent what happened between Wickham and Gigi. And obviously, like, even though he went to Wickham and Gigi, like, and tried and paid him off that whole thing, Gigi was still mad at him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And just the hurt was still there. And, like, it got worse as time went on for
1: Gigi. Mm-hmm.
0: But with this, it was like he was able to prevent it before something worse happened, you know?
1: He'll never be able to unbreak Lydia's heart. But no. he can... He, like, saved her... Her, her Yeah, her future. Yeah. Her yeah, She's yeah, so yeah. young, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he did it, you know, like, I, I think of the 2005 Pride and Prejudice where, you know, they meet in the field and at dawn <laughs> and he's like, surely you must know, it was all for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it was all for her. Like, it was the same thing. Like, it was for yeah. Lizzie. Like, yeah, he wanted yeah. to end her suffering and he did. And she won't even call him.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh,
1: but... Like, WWDD, what would Darcy do? Like, I'm imagining him watching this video like, oh my god, she knows. What am I supposed to say? Because it's like, now I know that she knows. Yeah, that's a weird position to be in because then Lizzie also
0: knows that he's watching and he knows that she knows. Mm -hmm. It's just a weird circle of confusion and everyone's (laughs) just like, who's going to call? Who's going to text (laughs) (laughs) Someone call, someone text. And I love
1: that Lydia says, because, like, this whole, like, I feel like a big reason that um, Lizzie has not contacted him is because she feels like she can't talk to him unless she has a good reason. Yeah. I think he would like to, like... If, let's say he, like, she didn't know that he knew that Lydia was fine. She could call and be like, I just want to properly thank you. Like, everything turned out for the best. Someone just uh, took down the video and it was fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Lydia is so wise and she's like, when you call yeah. him. So it's kind of a done deal that, like, Lizzie's going to be the one to call Darcy. Yeah.
0: And I do like that they mention that um, Lydia's in therapy at yes. this time. And the fact that the family seems supportive of this decision. Huh. So I think that's, that's really great, you know? This is a a big healing process for Lydia that isn't just as simple as, you'll be fine, get over it kind of thing. It is, like, something that she's going to therapy for, and she'll get better. And that's really, you know, that's a happy ending for Lydia, you know? of Like, things will get better. And obviously, it's, like, kind of almost a happy ending, which is why I think the book goes further into, like, her entire healing process and the good that does the, like happy ending that does happen for Lydia. You mean the Lizzie Bennett slash the, Lydia Bennett book? In the epic adventures of Lydia yeah, Bennett? Yeah. Yes. In that book specifically. So yes. that yeah, is- Yeah, we can't just
1: say the book. There's no, so many
0: books. That's when her story does get properly wrapped up and she gets the ending she deserves. So Yay. check it out. So let's go to comments now. Jumping to the comments section where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired for episode 93. Love to write K- KSA says- Thank you, Charlotte, for asking the question we have all wanted the answer to.
1: Where's Darcy? I hate to say it, but we literally don't care about Lizzie's <laughs> education or her classes or her career. We literally care about Darcy. Taya 89 says, William Darcy is a force of nature. You don't just call him. We all know Darcy, if he's watching, was thinking with a clench in his heart and puppy dog eyes, You could. <laughs>
0: So he's just like call call just call him. it's so easy i'm right here
1: and i feel like the more he watches her friends encourage her to call him he's like well i can't call her like yeah. at this point i have to wait he's like i'm gonna be a loser if i call i imagine him just like sitting in his office with his ha- his chin resting in his hands you know. just staring at the phone
0: yeah. oh no live left love says if Gigi is the captain of our ship then Charlotte is definitely the first mate, at least on Lizzie's side, at least.
1: That's true. Nicole says she's desperately trying to hide the fact that she has feelings for Darcy from herself and others, but she's failing. Mm-hmm. She is. We know what she Because
0: wants. she knows that Darcy's watching. Yeah, So she's not just going to openly declare her feelings either. No. Nope. That would be jumping That would be such a Darcy move. <laughs> I know, right? Who does that? <laughs> Episode 94, Ashley Nicola says... It is a truth universally acknowledged that when a man buys a company that was sent to sell a sex tape of your sister and your ex, you should call him. That is actually,
1: should be a universal <laughs> truth, actually. <laughs> Crystal says, I think she's confused about her own feelings toward Darcy right now. And she's noticing the difference between how she saw Darcy in her earlier videos, which we know she's been rewatching, that's true, and how she sees him now. Her lack of reaction could be because she's trying to reconcile two very different views of him. I actually agree with this. Like, I don't think it's as simple as she likes him and she's hiding it. I think she is also coming to grips with how she feels about him because she spent most of these videos complaining about him.
0: Robot Darcy versus very compassionate Darcy.
1: Who is he
0: really? You know? Riley, Riley. (laughs) Riley. Riley, the first Riley's yeah, W. I, I should just point out. noticed that those were actually the same <laughs> <Yeah>. word. <laughs> says, "Lydia has grown up so much as a character. Just wow. The difference between her now and the Lydia we saw in the first videos is
1: astonishing." Yes. yes.
0: Character growth so much. Lovely. Character growth for Lydia.
1: Brunetta says, "I love watching Lydia mature over the videos. She is definitely the best developed character on the show. She seems like she knows exactly what she wants, just like Jane." Now that leaves one more person. Who could that be? Winky face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're at episode 94. We have six episodes of Lucy
1: Benatires to cover. I can't cover. emotionally handle There's this, Yolanda.
0: So little time.
1: So, so much time. to go over. So little time. I feel like so much has to happen. Yeah. At this point, people are like, when is Lady Catherine going to storm in? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of comments about that.
0: Of Like, when is Catherine de Burg going to just, like, yeah because right
1: you you made a good point earlier that basically the last the 90s of these videos are meant for wrapping up everyone's stories yeah. jane is all wrapped up i think Lydia's pretty Lydia's wrapped up. up and so that just leaves uh lizzie and darcy yep and the lady catherine thing is a very famous scene from pride and prejudice where she's like are you engaged to my nephew and
0: there's that is gonna come up that is. is gonna come up in a different way than expected i'm living for it's it still coming That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast,
1: donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash The Pemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, the pemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye.